Hello, this is Ramblings of an Introvert. I am your host, Rob. Peace and love. It's been a minute since the um, the last ramble episode, so you know. But I have been staying disciplined in posting the um, Friday morning ramble. Um, so y'all are more and welcome to listen to those as well. Um, you know, thank thank you for just listening. You know, definitely during these um, you know, crazy times as we all think about, you know, our jobs or careers and um, you know, personal stuff, public stuff, or whatnot. Um, all is well, you know, just pretty much been working a lot. Um, couple of snowstorms, couple of, um, couple of days driving in the snow, man, like, um, Super Bowl, Super Bowl day, it was like, kind of like a big snowstorm, um, in Michigan, um, that was pretty crazy. Definitely driving on the um, freeway, but I think it got like, a lot. Like I think it got worse for the lot, you know, for other people because I think it was like a pile up on one of the popular um, freeways, ninety six, and. Um, Thank God I wasn't heading in that direction. I had to go to work that day. And yeah, it was coming down. Like it took me like a while. Like it took me like probably like 45 minutes to get home. Typically, typically it's like 20, 20, 25. But people just like driving like crazy and slow and you know banking their own lanes because like it's no um traffic lanes because like it's, it's it was like all covered in fucking snow pretty much so that was like crazy i think that was like probably like the craziest i ever drove in the snow and it probably won't happen again um um, a friend of mine told me we're supposed to get some snow today. God damn it, a fucking fumble. Um, we're supposed to get some some more snow to tomorrow, so that should be pretty fun. But um. Yeah, you know, I'm just trying to, like, stay busy. I've been just pretty much just been... Been reminiscing playing, you know, playing Yu-Gi-Oh! So I've been playing, you know, Yu-Gi-Oh! Master Duel. I've been talking about this, like... Probably, like... I don't know. For a while now on the podcast. 
have had some good games tonight. I'm not even going to be honest with you. Valentine's Day was a thing. You know, the only Valentine's I had was like my mom. You know, I got her something. You know, show her appreciation. You know, um, I got her this um, little... This little like box of like you know meat, cheese, fruit, biscuits, and some other goodies. Um, shout out to uh, my friend Azaria. She the one that came, you know, made the the boxes, the, made the box for my mom. So her um, her and her friends started this company, Detroit bike club so check them out um i think it's like then they got like instagram so check them out on instagram and yeah um it was like a lonely you know it was a it was i don't know like i really don't do i i don't have anybody so it's just like you know No Valentine for me. I actually worked that day, to be honest with you. Um, it was busy as hell. <laughs> it was like crazy. It was like it was like a Apocalypse Now Kitchen Edition. It was like everything that like could go wrong in a kitchen kind of like went wrong that 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 night. Not even gonna lie. You know, like I got feel I felt bad because it was just like you know I'm so prideful, right? And so I'm just like I want to bring out the best product as possible, but you know, I don't know. Those are some little hiccups that, it, you know, it happens to any restaurant, you know. So, you know, because the restaurant industry, I don't know. I don't know what the status right now. Like, I know, like, when I did research back in the day, like, a couple, couple months ago. Damn, interception. Um, it, it it wasn't looking at it was looking bad. Hopefully, it is is better. Haven't really been watching much. Bunch of fucking live music on YouTube. Um, live Cobra Kai. I just finished season two which that was like man that was like intense and it was like kind of crazy cause it was like it was no all valley tournament so I don't know I kind of wish like they kind of like would in like you know every year but I guess I don't know I, don't, I actually don't even know the time and place. I 
that the All Valley takes place in Cobra Kai, so. I don't know. But it's like kind of seem like all the actors got older and shit. But like, I guess it's taking place like right after, or like six months after the events of the last episode of season one, maybe. I don't know. But I am enjoying it though. I'm not even gonna front on that. I don't know. It's just been a minute since like. I've watched a TV show or a show. It's weird. Like, I can't even say TV show because it's like it's not on like traditional or television channel. Man, I keep on intercepting the fucking ball. What the fuck? So yeah. Been doing that. Listen to like a shit ton of podcasts, shit ton of music. I went to the record store yesterday. I picked up like some. I don't know. I picked up some good shit. I spent a lot of money though. I'm not even gonna lie. But because of the Super Bowl, I was able to buy that. You know. So, I picked up, you heat me up, you cool me down, King Cruel, it's like kind of like a live album, um, so it's like kind of like a mix between like a compilation of like three of his albums, which I thought was like pretty dope. I don't know, man. I love listening to, like, live albums on, 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 on vinyl. I just love it. I'm not trying to sound pretentious when I say that, but, like, it, it, it's just like, man, it just definitely gives you, like, that live music setting. So I picked that up, and I picked up um, Toro Ima, um, Nothing in Return, or Anything in Return, such a good fucking album. And it's just like, I don't know, like when, when Toro, like, announced that he's coming up with like a new album and like he and like he released like two songs postman and magazine um with salami joe lewis i just you know, I was like, I'm ready. I'm ready, Toro. I'm ready, Chaz. I'm ready. 
Um, it's just nothing like this dude does musically. Like, I don't know, man. I just love his style. Like, his, his, you know, the way he, you know, he does like a lot of different genres and he does it well. You know? And it's just like, I don't know, it's just like, man, it's a super groovy, super lovely, um, I think like the next album I'm, I'm getting, I don't know, I know for sure I'm getting, um, his new one that's coming out pretty soon. get it. Nope. Yeah, I can. Yeah, I can do a field goal. Oh, 57 yard. <clears throat> Did I get it? Nope. Oh, I got it. Awesome. Good. But yeah, um, yeah, American sports, man. That was like an Arctic Monkey, like the Super Bowl. That was like an Arctic Monkey, like that's that American sports song. Like I can just like listen to that song with the Super Bowl playing. Cause it was a, it was a good ass Super Bowl, man. Like I, I was I was very I was very pleased with it. Um, Joe Burrow showed out. Um, my thing is, my thing is with the Bengals. I hope they go back to Super Bowl, but I don't. You know, it. The NFL is just so. It's just so many deep teams, and like now I'm hearing Aaron Rodgers supposed to go to another team. He just broke up with his girlfriend, well, his fiance. I'm just like, man. I don't know, man. I don't know. And like, when you think about that, I just read the report. I don't want to like speculate because like I don't know Aaron Rodgers' personal business. But like when I heard, when I saw like the you know, and if it's true, you can only come up to a conclusion of. Maybe like I don't know. <clears throat> I don't know. Maybe like because I guess the report is like his ex fiance who was also like a um, an actress, like a famous actress. Um, I haven't really watched any of her movies, but um, I think she's like. She had a couple of book movies. Like D- Diversion or some shit like that. I don't know. I think it's that movie. And um So yeah, like they're splitting up. And like I don't know man, I think in 
it's like kind of crazy to think about it though because when Tom Brady retired he did it strictly based off of you know family pretty much it's like you know I got other shit going on family and then you have it's like kind of crazy because like he was talking about you know on the Pat McAfee show that you know he wants to start a family and like that's why he didn't get vaccinated because you know he didn't want like you know that shit to affect him if it did because he's allergic or some shit I don't fucking know and so like you don't marry this this lady I don't know, it's like kind of weird, you know. And like, you know, Aaron Rodgers, he is a polarizing figure, you know. And I got right respect for him, you know, as a man. Because, you know, he's just a man with conviction, dude. Like, like I feel like, I feel like he really evaluates himself a lot and try to do what's best for him. And then, like, he also is a quarterback, and so he also tries to do what's best for the team. Um, and so, like, maybe, like, I don't know, his personal life was a distraction, and that all he wants to do is focus on football. He don't want to get married. And so, like, I don't know, man. It, it's kind of crazy. I hope I hope both parties are okay. Um, I think Aaron Rodgers is a career person. I think um, he really loves football, and I think um, she even said, or like a like a source said that she says that um, he spent way too much dealing with football. Um, than their relationship, I guess. And some, I, it was like some way she said it like that, but like, yeah, man, like, I don't know, I, I kind of feel for him because like, to be a person that has a career and have like the stature that he he does and like cause like you know it, it was you know it was very shocking that the Packers did not go all the way to Super Bowl because it did feel like how like the Rams situation was where it was like kind of like an all in situation you know um, um, I go all way, like an all all in situation to win, an all all in situation for Aaron Rodgers because you know he, you know he's getting up there, and so. 
and he's gonna retire pretty soon if not within the next couple of seasons or so I feel um yeah like I just you know cause he is like one of my favorite quarterbacks and like, I don't know. Maybe he's going to the Titans because, like, I don't know. I feel like... I don't know, man. It, it's kind of weird because, like, if you think about the Titans, the Tennessee Titans and the Packers, right? Um, I feel like Aaron probably got... I probably feel like the Packers let Aaron down. And then I feel like feel like with the Titans, Ryan Tannehill let the Titans down. And so I don't know. I probably I, I would probably say Trey Aaron Rodgers um, to the Titans for Tannehill. And probably like, you know, a first round pick or so. Because like, I don't know. I feel like coaching. I think like and also like I think like um um maybe Rogers need a type of quarterback for him to succeed. A different type of quarterback, maybe. I'm not really sure. Um, it's just a weird situation. So yeah, like the Super Bowl happened. Rams won. Congratulations to Matthew Stafford, MVP Cooper Cup, Aaron Donald, Sean McVay, and the rest of the Los Angeles Rams. Uh, I'm sure y'all gonna have like a sellout stadium next year. Um, I don't know, man. Like, I just, you know. I don't know, man. I just kind of like, I like Matthew Stafford. You know, I like what he represents as a hardworking quarterback. And, but like, I don't know, man. But his wife does say it's like, Detroit was like holding him back. Which, you know, don't get me wrong. It happened. But my thing is with with the whole when Matthew Stafford says that he wants to play high, you know high level games, right? But I'm just like, you can't even really beat Aaron Rodgers. 
You know, like you was in the same division as Aaron Rodgers. You know, one of the best quarterbacks to arguably play the game. Better quarterback than, than Matthew Stafford, some would say. Um, <clears throat> shit, even you got, you got Kirk Cousins, you know. And then, you know, you got like a new quarterback now with, um, with their rookie quarterback in Chicago. I don't know. I just kind of feel like... I just kind of feel like the, the win is kind of like cheapens a little bit because... Don't get me wrong. Like, don't get me wrong. The Bengals are legit. But their O-line was fucking trash. Um... I feel um, they're all hours trash, you know, and I feel like yeah, like for a team to give up so many sacks, like nine sacks, and to have like that type of defense that the, the that that the Rams had. It was no way the Bengals was going to win that game. Even though, like, it was questionable cause um, at the end of the game. But, I don't know. It was probably one of the best Super Bowl games I've seen in probably, in years probably. Cause like I don't know, like it was just like so many good moments, man. So many good moments. Because I feel like Joe Burrow did rise to the occasion. He played super well. It was just like that Aaron Donald Von Miller defense was was electric, man. They they wasn't going to lose that game. Um, it, it, yeah, it was Hollywood at its best, man. It was... What the fuck was that? Um, it finished... High, it, yeah, it finished Hollywood style. Like, Odell got injured. Had the first touchdown but then got injured later in the game. Um, a lot of questionable calls. Um, Bengals got a touchdown right out of the rip on the um, the second half. It was it was it was very fucking good. It was very good. Very good. But then I guess like every playoff game has has been the team won by three points. Like every playoff game, even this Super Bowl game, won by three points. So I don't know. I don't know about y'all conspiracy theories out there, but I don't know. That is a trend. So yeah. Also in sports, um, oh, you know, 
Well, before I go to like this other important event, which I think I talked about last week, but I want to talk more in depth because I don't know I just feel like this whole Brooklyn Nets, Philadelphia 76ers thing is, I don't know. It's kind of weird. But, um, the halftime show happened. We had Mary J. Block. And, oh, let me say, um, Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, Mary J. Blige, Kid Lamar, Eminem, 50 Cent was like the feature. Anderson Pack was like also in, in, in the background playing drums. That was like some like little Santos type shit, you know. I don't know, man. I just kind of feel like I never really got... I never really, like, appreciated Dr. Dre a lot. Um, I feel like one of my favorite songs of his is California Love. Or Cal... Yeah. Um, Because just... I don't know. I just feel like him... like him and um, Tupac did their thing in that one you know I totally lost this game I don't even care it was like a warm up game we're still in the playoffs man So yeah, I, I, that was like probably one of the best halftime shows ever. I think Mary J. Blige killed it. It was, I feel like she was probably like number two. Um, my favorite. Kendrick was probably number three. Dr. Dre was no, number one. Um, but it was like a surprise to see Fifty Cent perform because like. I was a teenager when 50 Cent was popping and like yeah that's all like kids us kids listened to was like that G-Unit Lil Wayne Kanye West Twister Chameleon Air in terms of like rap um, Jay-Z was like doing his thing with the whole Rocka, you know, Rockefeller thing. It was crazy, you know. We lost Aaliyah back in that period. It was it was <clears throat> Cause all honesty dude, if Aaliyah was still here, she would have been a GOAT. She would have been. She would have been. She was that artist, man. She was that musician, man. And then, like, she was already transitioning from music to, like, film. And then, like, I don't know, man. Romeo Must Die. And, um, Queen of Damn was, like, my shit. Um, 
because like it is like that connection between like hip hop and like you know martial arts movies you know that shit transcend all the way back from like the Wu-Tang Clan you know and like their inspiration transcended from that from you know watching like you know 36 Chambers and like you know Shaolin movies and shit like that that's like my type of hip hop is like you know Wu-Tang Clan MF Doom um them type of guys Matt Lib Freddie Gibbs like stuff that like sample like old movies or you know anything that's like that's like hella clever you know I don't know, I was just, like, remembering that shit. I was like, man, I miss Aaliyah a lot right now. Because she was, like, so dope, man. Like, her presence was just, like, amazing. Like, when, like, you would just, like, you know, see her in a movie. I never saw her in real life, but, like, you know interviews or what or whatnot. It's pretty cool. And there's like so much respect because like, you know, she was from Detroit, so it's just like I don't know. Local heroes is always like much respect because like I don't know, like, they bettered themselves as, like, an artist or, like, a musician, you know, whatever, like, craft they did, you know, whoever came out from, you know, Detroit and made a success from themselves, for themselves, it's like, I just respect that a lot, but anyway, there was, like, one hell of a, um, Halftime show. So, yeah. It's also, yeah. So, now I can talk about the whole Nets and Philadelphia. And, like, I'm, like, really thinking about going to um, Philly again. To, um... See the, um, 76ers play. Because... They're fucking dope. I was playing. I was playing Asm in two um, K earlier today, and um, it was dope. I feel like they're gonna work. James Harden and um, Joel and B. I feel like they're going to work. Championship? I don't know. But, because Milwaukee is... I don't know. I, I I have to watch more of the 76ers. But, for now, I, I feel like the Bucks is just... You know, what they did that offseason. If they can do that shit again. 
Scott's eleven. Um, and I wasn't even like the biggest Milwaukee Bucks fan, but after that performance, man, I had I had to give Giannis and the Milwaukee Bucks like so much credit, man. And and like Giannis is just like you know you you have to root for a guy like that to like you know to be in like Greece and like you know be away for your fam family and then like you know your brothers is like sleeping like in like in gyms learning how to play basketball so you can like better your life. Oh damn. Yu-Gi-Oh is on maintenance today, tonight. That's shitty. (coughs) So, yeah, um, yeah, so I think, like, the Bucks is, like, probably, like, my favorite to win. They just been, like, I don't know, they just been, like, the same Bucks. Um, It was kind of dope they had, like, DeMarcus Cousins on um, a 10-day contract, but I think he's with the um, Nuggets now. Dude, I need to do that. I need to get DeMarcus Cousins. Um. DeMarcus Cousins, Nuggets jersey. I'm with that. I've been playing with these, man. I'm so ready. I'm so ready for this game. Hmm. So yeah. I don't know. It's just like the whole situation. It was just like, like again, it was like the whole like the situation that felt like the whole. It's like the win-win situation between like the Packers and the and the Titans. Um, they should do that with, and they did it with the Sixers and the Nets, because James Harden was fed up with the Nets, Ben Simmons was fed up with the Nets, and so they was like, why not we just you know trade players. Um, but the Nets has been win- I don't know, man. The Nets, Nets won that trade. Um, but we'll see because James Harden not playing until next week. So, fuck. How did I do that? What the fuck? Oh, I got the ball back. I got the ball. situation with the fucking um 
the Lakers right now. But yeah, I just hope like both parties are, you know, better team. But I think the Nets won that won that trade because they don't even have Kevin Durant and like they beat the um, the Knicks um, tonight with no KD, no Ben Simmons, no Kyrie. Yeah. I don't know, I've just been like that's goaltending. I've just been like paying attention to sports. What the fuck was that? I don't know, man. Like, I watched, like, the press conference, the, like, the other day, like, from both organizations. It was just, like, kind of like, bizarre. He was like, we don't want to really talk about anything, but, but, like, it just seems like there's, like, kind of like this insinuating shit. You know? Because, like, why have the press conference in the fucking first place? Like, everybody, you know, it's like, everybody knows about the fucking trade already. So, like, why do a fucking press conference about it? If you're not going to, like, go into, like, the details. Man. Come on, man. Down by six. Fuck you, LeBron. Can't believe he's still fucking playing right now. But yeah, um, this is gonna be part one. Um, I have a very special part. Um, we're gonna talk about four years of a special album of mine um an album that actually led me to Philly for the first time ever um we're gonna talk about MGMT's Little Dark Age um they shared their four year anniversary and um yeah, we're gonna talk about. It. We're gonna we're gonna go deep into it. So, come back and relax to ramblings of introvert. And we are back. Um, part two. Four years of 
probably one of like my favorite albums to listen to recently um Little Dark Age by MGMT and so like let me just give you like kind of a retrospective of MGMT um Ben and Andrew are two guys who who fucking I don't know man I feel like they beat the record industry in terms of like how they wanted to do their music and um because I just feel like it was perfect like you think about it like so you're two guys graduating college right and you know you got a passion for music I don't think like their majors like I don't think like both their both their majors was anything music related um and it's just like kind of like cool to, to see like you know these two guys who created like probably one of the best pop albums that ever came out in like you know the early 2000s well it was kind of like mid 2000s um oh excuse me but yeah it was, you know, like, when that first album, when I listened to that first album, I didn't listen to it when it first came out. Like, I wasn't a day one in MGMT fan. Um, I think, like, it took, like, I have, like, this weird thing in discovering bands where I would get into them when they're about when like um they are about to about to release their second album and that would happen with uh, MGMT cause like when it was when it was like kinda like I guess they was in the studio recording Congratulations and they released Flat Delirium that's when I came like a MGMT fan but then like it was like kind of crazy because they came out with like a bunch of shit before congratulations like they came out with like Metanoria um EP so much shit and then it was like a couple of like unreleased demos that you can like find like on the internet that I listened to. Um, it was it was just like I don't know. I feel like after because like for the most part, um, people really love that first album because it's so many bangers. In that in that um, album, he had like times to pretend, kids, 
Electric feel. Um, I think like those like kind of like the main hits. But for me personally, like Future Reflections is like kind of like what my favorite. Probably like top top ten MGMT songs so far. I think they are like releasing like a fifth album. But I think is um they released their fifth album independently. Cause I don't think they're no longer with Columbia Records. But um Yeah. So I don't know, like I just kinda feel like cause cause when I say like they beat the music industry per se in terms of just like they want to release whatever they want to release you know cause like congratulations for me personally it's not that like it's not that a huge branch off of what a Rackler Spectacular was because like I don't know like for me personally in some weird way and I could probably be like the only one who thinks this when you look at the last track of A Rackler Spectacular and it goes in and you can like and you listen to Congratulations it's kind of like a like you know it's kind of like you know that jump off is kind of like it's not even really like a big jump off it's like kind of like it just goes with it you know and I kind of feel like with that future reflection it kind of like was kind of like a, like an embryo to like congratulations you know I don't know that's like some weird thought of, thought of mine um and then like the critics didn't like it um that much they thought it was like a huge huge jump off from the first album but I don't know man like I kind of feel like um I kind of feel like I don't know Congratulations like probably like one of my favorite albums so I'm like super biased and then like the third album MGMT self-titled it's like kind of like this like psychedelic trippy um album that takes you places because like it's literally like only like I think it's like probably like only like four songs on that album that actually has like lyrics think or 
is like, or is like not much being sung in the song. It's more like ambient type songs, which I kind of like dig. Um, it's definitely like the most slow burning MGMT album, I would say. Because, like, for me, because, like, I have it in my car, and just, like, when I drive, I put it on. Because it just, you know, it just vibes you out. It just, you know, takes you places as you drive, you know. And I'm also still trying to look for that album on, on vinyl. I might just, like, fuck the just fuck it and just like buy it online but I just want to like go in a while and look and find that album so yeah and then like the critics really didn't like that because you know it wasn't like the, the typical because like a lot of people was like pretty much thinking about and, I, and that's why I kind of like appreciate MGMT because it was just like critics was because after Congratulations came out a lot of critics was thinking that like <clears throat> the third album that was going to go back into you know the first album, you know, the, you know, we're gonna go back to basics, MGMT, right? And then MGMT did like the exact opposite. It's like we're gonna get more weird with this shit. And then like Little Dark Age came comes out, and it was like kind of like a c- combination of like their three albums, um, per se, but like. I don't know, man. Like, when Little Dark Age was, like, first announced and the title track came out, Little Dark Age, I was all about it. And then, like, the music video came out and it was just like, man, like, they're back. And, like, that will, like, kind of, like, hype me up to, like, go see them in Philly because it was just like, Man, I need to see like Little Dark Age play live, you know. <coughs> Luckily, you know, I was able to hear it twice, watch it twice live. And yeah, it was tremendous. Um I really like some of my favorite um, tracks are Little Dark Age, When You Die, um, James, Hand It Over. That whole, like, I honestly do like that whole, like, I just feel like that whole album is like kind of like a collection of shit that they learned throughout the years of like doing music because like Days That Got Away is kind of like you can kind of say like that's kind of like they're like a song like off like their third album 
um, you have like certain pop hits like Me and Michael. Um, and I think like When You Die could like can, can probably be considered like a song that you can probably put on like a Rackler Spectacular. And, I don't know, I just feel like they're more modern with their, like, I don't know, I just feel like they do what's best for them musically, and I feel like whatever they're listening to at that time, they try to, like, they get influenced by it, and they try to, like, bring it out of themselves, you know? And like with little dark age, kind of thing. Like I was, I was um, watching an interview from the two, and they was talking about how like little dark age was like kind of like inspired by like what was going on in like 2016 and shit with the election and shit. And so I did just start like writing, you know and doing music again and so all that was like how like you know and then like you also you can also see like different things you know oh I forgot to say me and Michael that's a a banger um like hand it over is like totally like could be like on congratulations It's also cool that like like I think like Ariel Pink um, has like a track on there that he like kind of like contributed. I like I like hearing like different musicians on different people's shit because it's like oh so y'all fuck with each other, nice. So that's, I don't know. That's all pretty much I have to say about Little Dark Age. It's just like, it's like, wow, like 2018 was such, you know, was such a good year. And when that album came out, should have been, it should have been nominated for a Grammy, but I don't know. Like, I, like when when I say like when they beat the music industry, I meant like they got to do whatever the fuck they got to do. Cause like I feel like I feel like a lot of like musicians compromise their sound, and so like whatever's popular, they try to do it. And with MGMT, they didn't do that. They didn't try like make like four Arachler Spectacular albums, you know, because like they would sell. Don't get me wrong. Like if, if they did like Time to Pretend, like four times over, bro, it'll sell. And like they'll be shit more in the limelight of. A celebrity game, I guess. Um, 
So yeah, I'm just thankful that like, I don't know, popular bands that was popular back in the day aren't compromising themselves, you know. Like, you can say that, like, for, like, a lot of bands. Like, you can say that for, like, The Strokes. Um, Yeah, Yeah, Yeah's. Um, Which, Yeah, Yeah, Yeah's have been, I don't know. Like, they are, like, kind of, like, poppy. It was, like, kind of weird, though. Because, like, that third album was, like, kind of like a pop album. And then Mosquito came out and wasn't really... A pop album. It was like it went back to like a yeah yeah yeah's album, but more emphasis is on like Karen O's voice, like on, like on her range, because like in most like yeah 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 songs, like most out like the first two albums, it was like it was a couple of songs that you can like that that you show that. I'm trying to like say this that you can see Karen Zoe's range right so like Maps was like the first one on the first album then Turn Into was probably like another one off the second album um Warrior <coughs> man I need to listen to it yeah 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 again I got like two albums on CD from them. But anywho. I don't know, like. I just really like bands that like don't really compromise. And like. But like, then you can also tell like certain albums is like, okay. That's like kind of like going to be like a Grammy nominated album. For instance, I feel like AM by the Arctic Monkeys was the Arctic Monkeys trying to win a Grammy. In my opinion. And then also they tried to do the same thing with um You know, fuck their recent album. I don't even know why I'm drawing a blank. I really like that Arctic Monkeys album. The Hotel Casino one. That shit was like so stylish, so sleek, so sleek in design. So, yeah. I think that's about it on this Rambo episode. Also, something serious I want to talk about. And it's just like, you know, on this show, I'm all about peace and love, right? And so, lately I've been watching, like, this guy on YouTube, right? And, like, you know, 
he just like kind of like talked negative about like comic books and like and like he's like you know because I guess he's coming out with a comic book also and like I get I get like and don't get me wrong like I agree what he's what he's talking about but like it's like every fucking day man he talks about like the negativity about what's going on in comic books or like pop culture or whatever and I'm just like, you know, he is he 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 is coming out with his own comic book. And I'm just like, dude, does this this spend all that energy on your comic book and not talking shit about, you know, tokenization in comic books and shit like that. You know, like I get it. Um for the most part I kind of agree with it. But, you know, it's just like, what can you do? You know, you just, you know, it's just like, they're they, they going to keep on doing it. You know, and just like, yeah, not many people are buying comic books anymore. But that's the deal about having like a publicly shared company that you don't have to worry about that they don't care they, they, they don't care about selling comic books they could care less they care about that you know that retweet you know um and then most of the stuff that they create is pretty much to sell digital content because like a lot of people don't really think about that like you have like all these like digital comic book companies that you know got like this wide variety of shit so like people really don't care about print anymore they care about digital streams and shit like that and so like for me personally, I don't think like Marvel or DC cares about like what sells physically anymore. Cause like they don't really care about the comic book um store anymore. Like if you think about like if you look at like any comic book store now, they don't really just sell comic books anymore. They sell like action figures, card games. You know, they 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 niched out of just selling comic books most places. So like, I don't think I don't think like a lot of pe- people care about like what sells and don't sells because you know that was a loud ass car. Um So yeah, like I, I just feel like spend your energy on creating like a, a new world. Like for me personally, like I'm world building um, a graphic novel, and so like for me personally, I'm deciding like what type of setting I want to have my characters in. I was thinking like, you know, 
since I'm from an urban area, it's probably going to be that, most likely. Like, um, you know, something like Detroit, you know, like I'm, I'm from Detroit, so it's going to be something like Detroit related type setting. And yeah, you know, I'm excited. Um, it was like kind of crazy because like one day I was just like just drawing like a shit ton of shit. And I was like, let me just like create some characters that like I can just like put and try like give like a voice and a soul to, you know. Because like, I don't know, I guess like one of them like taboos is just like don't have like different characters down in a like in your movies. So that, like that's why I like in like in most movies they have like a wide range of different characters. Because like people be like, oh I like that character or I don't like that character. That character's annoying. And I think like that's like one of the things that <clears throat> Cobra Kai does so well is world building like they was able to world build something off of like three movies it was like kind of weird because like you can kind of say like you know for me personally I wouldn't even think about like a Karate Kid um, universe like 10 years ago and for it to like come out was incredible um, so yeah like that type of world building is like so awesome to me And, like, I would, like, love to, like, create something that just, like, lasts for, like, 20-plus years. Like, even, like, if it had, like, if it, like, it's run for, like, three movies or, like, a book or, like, a, you know, or, like, three books, right? And then... 10, 20 years later it comes back into like fruition you know with something new and something fresh but I don't know like I, I would I want that though because like I'm like I'm such like a critic for like shows like that does like the whole like time skip shit and then like they do the time skip shit and then they also do like like a sequel cause like I don't fuck with Naruto anymore because of that, that aspect I'm just like so you just I don't know I, I think like when shows like that end it should just fucking end and so like when you say like Naruto the last movie or Naruto the last or whatever the fuck Thank you.
that should be the last fucking thing. But I think, like, the movie wasn't that good. And so, like, they was like, well, we're going to come out with Boruto anyway. So, that's going to be, like, the, the ending for, like, the characters from Naruto. Which I'm just like, I don't know. And then, like, I look at the villains. I don't mean to, like, go off on tangent on Naruto. I look at the villains from Baruto, I'm just like, these are the villains that you got, you know, from like fucking Naruto and Naruto Shippuden. It was like, them villains was like legit. These motherfuckers are like aliens, and I'm just like, I'm done. <laughs> I'm fucking done with with you, Naruto, Baruto, whatever the fuck you want to call it. I'm done. And then like it's like a and then I was like it's a it's a clone of Jiraiya. I'm just like, all right, I'm done. Given it was a clone of the first who was like Yamato, but like I'm just like, why are we doing this? You know, like who cares? All I have is Sasuke. <laughs> that's like the that's like the best character in Naruto, man. Period. And I'm probably gonna get his uh, Funko Pop because I guess he's 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 older. They're like they're all older in Boruto, and so it's like a, it's like a, a older Sasuke. And I was like, I'm gonna get that. But yeah, man. It was weird because, like, a co-worker, like, and I was, like, talking about anime. And he's, like, a younger cat. I'm probably, like, probably, like, six, seven years older than him. And, like, he was like, oh, you know, I know it's, like, the Yu Yu Hakusho patch and shit like that. I'm like, oh, yeah. He was like, what, what's, like, your favorite anime? I was like, of all time, it'll probably be, like, you know, OG Gundam or WWE 3 Stardust Memory or Yu Yu Hakusho, Cowboy Bebop. Most likely, it'll probably be Cowboy Bebop. Because, like, I feel like either that or Cowboy Bebop or Stardust Memories. And then third would probably be um, OG Gundam. Yeah. a lot of like good like anime like picks but like yeah but then like he was like getting on me because like like it was like that was like all old shit like I'm so like I like I know what's the most popular anime probably right now is Demon Slayer probably but is it that or like My Hero Academia I feel like those are like the top two right now. 
um, and Attack on Titan. I feel like those are like the three that like a lot of people watch. And then like you got like the One Punch Man fairy tale like, it's, it's, like, I'm so out of touch with new anime it's not even like fucking funny I don't know I just I just think like I've seen the best of the best already you know like I just like I, I've seen I've seen what I saw when, in terms of like anime you know like I don't need to like watch like some fucking fire fire anime like they don't do shit for me you know like I don't know like I like watching like new shit of like old shit like so like I'm excited for like the new Gundam movie um that like we go back to see like Amuro again so it's just like he's back in like you know the original Gundam but it's all like new new drawn CGI so that should be fun <coughs> I was saying to myself I was like don't put I want to have like a new original villain no shard Don't get me wrong, I love Char, but like, just have him a little bit because like Amro and Gundam Origin, he was only in it for like a little bit. So do the same thing with Amro that that they did with Char. That's only fair. For those of you who knows what I'm talking about, I'm talking about like Gundam characters from the OG series. Um, yeah, I still haven't. I'm still not up on Attack on Titan yet. I'm like the season before the last season so like I'm right during like the time skip like I watched like probably like a couple episodes of the season that came out for this new season but that's about it I don't know man it's like when you hear about shit and it's like that's what they're doing it's like never mind you know I heard some shit with like what's going on in my hero academia I was like really it sounds dope like you know they they trying to do like the whole like you know the villain's origin and giving them like a sense of like you know we're getting ready to fuck up the heroes because it was like kind of like similar to that where it was just like 
you know, heroes getting ready to fight villains. Now it's like villains trying to get ready to fight heroes. So that should be fun. So yeah, I think that's going to be it for this episode for ramblings of an introvert. Um, Look forward to Friday morning ramble. This will probably be posted later tonight, Thursday night, and then the Friday morning ramble will be posted Friday afternoon-ish, probably. So yeah, um, peace and love. Hope all is well. Whatever you want to do, put your mind up to it and do it. That's all I got to say. Sorry for his raspy voice. I just got done waking up on this Thursday morning. Supposed to have like a snowstorm, so. So, yeah. I don't know about that. Hopefully, ain't too much snow. So, yeah. I'm out.